is definitely the home stretch here to Christmas Day. And congratulations. <laughs> I really hope that you have walked through this season just with joy in your heart and you have enjoyed the time with your family. But what happens after Christmas Day? Let's not come off of this high of accomplishing our to-do list and having Christmas joy and sharing the good news of the birth of Jesus with our kids and making memories and the enjoyment of giving really good gifts to family and to friends and then come off of that high and then crash and burn. It is very easy to do that, but it's also easy to have a doable plan of how to approach and think as you go into Christmas. And then what do you do that week in in between Christmas and New Year's? Let's step into 2024 ready for the second half of the homeschool year. And let's step into it with excitement. And I really think that that comes from the way that we spend our week in between Christmas and New Year's. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. In the past few weeks, we have done a deep dive into a lot of different subjects and a lot of different topics that surround Christmas and the Christmas season and how to approach this to different areas as a homeschool mom. So now that we've gotten to the point where Christmas is just here in a few days, let's take some time to shift gears and set eyes on post-Christmas. And today's episode, I'm going to share with you four tips that are going to do just that. They're going to set you up. You don't have to start doing it right now, but I think it's really important to have in the back of our mind. And I think it's really helpful as well to have this just tucked back there so that knowing The day after Christmas, when you get up, you know that you have a plan, you have some ideas, and you are ready to go ahead and get started on those. And don't don't freak out. I'm not saying that you have to hit the ground running the next day. That's actually the opposite of what I'm going to suggest. But historically, for me, I tend to go 100% one way or the other. 100% either I am like crushing it. I am getting everything done. I am doing all the projects, all the things. I'm getting up early. I'm staying up late that week between Christmas and New Year's or the other side of that. And I am 100% being lazy, sitting around and being a sloth and not taking care of myself and just doing the bare minimum of what I have to do with my family. This year, how about you and I, we find that happy medium between those two 100% and we just focus in on that and not go to either way so that at the end of this next week, the week between Christmas and New Year's, we don't feel exhausted because we did way too much and our kids and our family feel neglected. And then we also don't feel like we're stepping into 2024 as a failure because we did. And I'm not saying not to relax. And you're going to hear in just a minute part of my tips and stuff. I'm going to I'm going to talk about that. 
but when we are just being extra lazy, like we know that we could actually do something. So let's find that happy medium here. I'm going to share four tips that I have that I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to do these as well. So let's do them together. Now, if you have time to grab a piece of paper and a pen to write down a couple of these ideas, I think it'll be really helpful so that when you have a moment to breathe and a moment to brainstorm, you already have these major points and you can just work underneath each of these points and figure out what does that look like exactly for you. So the first one here is to take some time off from the to-do list and the chores. Remember I said we're gonna find a happy medium between those two 100% extremes. Take some time to step away. You have probably been working off a pretty rigorous to-do list when it comes to home management, when it comes to Christmas gift lists, when it comes to getting everywhere you need to and grocery lists and meal plans and all of the menus and everything that comes with maybe traveling, you've just been working off a lot of to-do lists and I want to encourage you just to take some time off of that to-do list. When you get up the day after Christmas, unless you're traveling and you got to gear up or you have a lot going on with family and stuff, and even if you do, you might not be able to start this on the 26th. Maybe you have family in town or you are headed out of town or you're heading back home. Whenever you have a moment, just that first day, take some time off of the to-do list and the chores and maybe this lasts you a day. Maybe it lasts you a couple of days slow down if you can get a book maybe you got a new book for christmas maybe you got a fun homeschool book for christmas i would love to know if you got one of those send me a message maybe on instagram or facebook or email me and let me know what homeschool mom book you found under the christmas tree this year but take some time to just read take some time maybe to read with your kids maybe watch those christmas movies that you didn't have time to get to before christmas it's okay to still watch them after christmas Hang out with your kids, get some rest and get some sleep. This is a perfect time to maybe just stay in your pajamas all day. Maybe it means getting your pajamas off and brushing your hair and putting a new messy bun on top of your head and changing into some sweatpants and leggings and a big oversized sweatshirt just so that you don't feel like, oh, I'm not a complete slouch because I stayed in my pajamas, but I just changed into some more cozy clothing. Or again, stay in your pajamas, but just enjoy a day or two where you can just slow down and relax. Your kids will greatly appreciate this because I can almost guarantee that they are going to be and, you know, receiving some fun gifts. And so after Christmas, they want to play with those gifts. Give them time. You're not neglecting them. They are probably doing something they really want to do and enjoying it. So why not you do that? Maybe it's that homeschool mom book. Maybe it is just relaxing with a cup of tea, cup of hot cocoa, coffee, and just watching them play. Just sitting there, maybe enjoying the outside from the inside or going outside and enjoying the outside. But just take some time off from your to-do list and your chores the cleaning, it can wait. Maybe there's a disaster somewhere and that can't exactly wait. Maybe you have little ones who are potty training and you need to clean the bathroom a little bit more often. Those are completely understandable and necessary, but forget the extra stuff. Trust me, your baseboards, they are absolutely fine. Your ceiling fan does not need to be cleaned this week. Maybe you just kind of ditch even just the regular chores and you just take a couple of days and don't require beds to be made and you just rest and just be there. Enjoy the coziness of the Christmas season and possibly probably still having your Christmas tree up and your lights. So just take a step back. Take some time off on the regular to-do list and the chores and all the extra stuff. Everything else, things can wait. 
the returns and all the other things can wait. Maybe make the meals much more simple. Maybe do things like grilled cheese and tomato soup. <laughs> That's one of my, I actually, it's one of my favorite meals to do and to eat. I, I really great, greatly appreciate a good grilled cheese and a good tomato soup. Make things simple. Let your kids kind of help out and pitch in a little bit and come together as a family so that you can just rest and de-stress. The second tip I want to offer you here is to set aside some time to reflect on how your homeschool and your family life in general is going. Most likely you started off with your homeschool year, maybe August, September, October at the latest, and or maybe you do it year, year, year round. It doesn't matter where you are. At this point, it's just, it's just nice to be able to take some time and to reflect on how is that going. Write out lists. Maybe you write out a list and it is categorized as good, bad, and ugly, and you write down underneath those things. Some of maybe the curriculum or the routines or whatever it is that you are doing with your homeschool and your family and your life activities, and whatever's good, write down underneath the good category. Whatever is bad, whatever is not going well, or is kind of middle, it could maybe go either way. Maybe it needs some more of your attention. And then you can put a list of the ugly. And these are the things that you're like, you know what, we're going to need to ditch that. Maybe, for example, you started basketball season here in December and the kids had some practices and you're just like, this is going to be too much. I told my kids we can do basketball and it's just, it's overwhelming. And maybe you're just saying, maybe you just had a baby or you're going to have a baby. There's just some circumstances and it just is not a right fit right now. Then there's maybe some conversations to have first with your husband and pray about it and think about it. And this is because you're finding this, maybe the basketball underneath your ugly list. And you decide it's just, it's not going to work right now. And you have to take those next steps, have the conversations with the children and have the conversations with the coach and letting them know, knowing that those conversations are hard at the time, but on the other side of that, there will be relief. There will be less stress. So if there is things that fall underneath the ugly category that need to go, take the necessary steps to be able to eliminate those. Maybe it's something like curriculum. Maybe you have started a science curriculum and it is not going well. And you're just like, I have already tried. Maybe it could have been under the bad category, but you have tried to tweak it and to adjust it and it's just not working. You know what you can do? You can ditch that. You can put it aside, put it somewhere you don't even have to look at it. Or maybe give it to a friend. It might work really great for them. Maybe sell it on Facebook Marketplace. Maybe just push it aside and don't worry about that. Pray and make plans on what you think that you need to change. But it's important to take that time set aside to reflect. Take a couple days, like I mentioned in tip number one, take a couple days just to breathe, just to be alive. And then maybe some evening when the kids are in bed and you can sit there in the living room around the Christmas tree and just take some time with a pen and a piece of paper and just write out, reflect on how the homeschool year is going as well as overall your home li- whole life because homeschooling is an entire lifestyle. It's not just the formal education or the meeting of the state requirements. There's so much more to it. So set aside some time to reflect on how things are going that we care that we're headed into soon between Christmas and New Year's. The third area or tip that I want to offer you is to spend some time refreshing your homeschool area, whatever that looks like. Maybe you have a homeschool room. Maybe you have a little nook. Maybe you have parts of your finished basement. Maybe you're 
resources and everything are on some shelves in your living room or your kitchen, or maybe you have them on a little cart that you wheel in and out of a closet or just to the side of your living room. Whatever it is, take some time to refresh your homeschool area and resources. What I really would suggest is just taking all the books, taking everything out of the area, whether it's off the shelves and just cleaning and dusting them and then putting only back on what you're actually going to do and use come January, whatever date you decide to start back up. When you continue to put the same things on there that you're not ever getting to because it's unrealistic to get to, it just adds a level of stress. Maybe add a separate pile somewhere else and leave yourself a note that maybe at the end of January, maybe you say January 31st, I'm going to go and revisit this and see if maybe now is the time to possibly pull in the geography or to pull in the art curriculum that you purchased or the composer study or some type of music or tea time and poetry. Whatever it is that is maybe making you stressed out, just put that aside. It is okay to start slow. Remember when we talked about starting the homeschool year and I highly recommended starting slow. It's okay to start back again after the Christmas holiday slow. Start off with just your reading, your language arts, spelling, whatever it is for your kids in their age range and math. And definitely I would suggest doing some read aloud if you do your morning time, include that. And that's it knowing that things will slowly get back in. And that's why I recommended on January 31st, because by then usually we're into a routine and it's much easier to get back into the routine that we had established from September to December than when we first start off in September, because you are familiar with the resources that you have been using. Sometimes when we start a new homeschool year, it is brand new resources. We don't even know how to approach this and how to teach it and don't know how the lessons are going to go. So it is easier. And so you're starting off slow. doesn't necessarily have to go as slowly as it does in the beginning of the homeschool year, but take some time to refresh your homeschool area, clean it up, just put out what you're gonna use, Sharpen the pencils, throw away the crayons that are broken and too stubby and falling apart. Throw away the markers that are no longer usable. They're all dried out. The glue sticks that are no longer sticky. Just take a little bit of time. This doesn't have to be a lot of time. Maybe you just say, I'm going to take an hour. I'm just going to kind of clean this all up and set things out. And it will help build up your excitement for getting back to the regular routine that you had before you took a Christmas break. And the final tip that I want to offer you here before you get back to all your Christmasing and the baking of cookies and the wrapping of presents is for you as the homeschool mom to get your mind wrapped around beginning again. Sometimes when we take a break, our mind can just feel more comfortable taking a break and we can really relax. But then we start to realize, hmm, I actually work really well on a routine and it's fine to take a couple weeks off but start to get your own mind wrapped around it and excited. And this is where it's really good to take time to set aside, to reflect, like we mentioned in tip number two, to reflect on the year. When you have decided to pull out the things that you're dreading to do, when you decide to adjust and pivot and to make some changes that are making the homeschool year and your family more stressed out, it'll be easier for you to get your mind wrapped around it and to get excited. So how do you do this? The first thing is to decide on a date. Maybe you're like, you know what, January 2nd, we are back at it full swing and we're going to jump right back in because everybody's ready to jump right back in. Maybe you need to go a little bit slower. Maybe you take that next week off or maybe you say somewhere around January 2nd or 3rd, we're just going to start and we're just going to do some read alouds for an hour or two 
and then that's it. And then the next week we'll get back into our math. And But you have to decide what does that look like for you and your family. You know your situation. You know whether you're traveling or you have family in town. You know all of the dynamics and the nuances to your situation. So decide on a date. That date is, does not have to be written in stone, but almost. Maybe write it down in pen. Maybe even write it on your calendar that's hanging on the wall. Back to school or back to homeschool or life routine starts again. Whatever it is that you want to write down the calendar so that you know that that is a date. That is a date you're going for. Maybe it doesn't look as grandiose as you had planned, but it's okay. Just having that date and knowing that you can start off slow. So getting your mind wrapped around knowing that you have a date that there is an ending to this time in between Christmas and New Year's will help you get your mind back into it. Read those homeschool mom books. Take that time set aside to reflect. Take some time off from the to-do list. Refresh your area and your resources. Those things are going to help you get your mind wrapped around beginning and deciding on a date is really one of the most important things to do so that then you have a goal. You have something that you're working towards. Now, until then, I want you to really, really enjoy the rest of this week, your weekend. I will be back in here because I always pop in on Monday and Thursday. So there'll be a quick little episode on Monday, which happens to be Christmas for you. But in the meantime, I know you're busy. I'm not telling you you have to come back. It'll just be there sitting there waiting for you. But I promise that next week I will spill the beans about a new resource that is coming out just from Little by Little Homeschool. And I don't want you to miss it. It is going to help you get your home under control as well as plan on going forward how to stay on top of all your housework. So I have mentioned this a couple of times in a couple different episodes, but next week is when I will share the details. If you are not on the newsletter, you'll still find out about it here. But if you're on the newsletter, you'll find out about things a little bit earlier and a little bit more details. So if you'd like to join the newsletter, go ahead and join through that link that is in the show notes and then that information will come straight to your inbox. I'm excited to be able to share all of this with you and to be able to help you in just another area that is can sometimes be really overwhelming and difficult as managing the home and managing education. Until then, thank you for listening to today's episode. I am praying for you as you walk into these last couple days and walking into Christmas. I just pray that there is joy in your heart, joy in your family as we celebrate and feel the excitement and the joy of the birth of Jesus. Have a blessed day, friend. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.